1: another Al Tulo craft here cast on AM 970. The answer, of course, this is the weekend of uh, the almost start of March Madness, you know, the uh, Big East Championship, all these different championships. Hopefully your school uh, made the cut. I myself love the start of March Madness. I think it's great the first uh, couple of days of the tournament when everybody's playing and the TV is cutting back and forth to all these great games. Hopefully your team made it in. Uh, I enjoyed that part of college basketball the rest of the time. Not so much, but anyway, we got a fantastic show for you tonight. A craft beer guest that's going to be joining me later this hour. The usual news and notes to get to, but of course, first, how can you follow me? It's easy. It's on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gattullo, G A T T U L L O, Facebook.com dot com slash agcraftbeercast, via email at Albert G at nycradio com, iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for Ag Craft Beer Cast. You can find the shows on those two platforms. If and if you're on iTunes. And you listen to the show and you like it or you don't like it, give it a rating. One star, five stars, it does help. Uh, we are Alexa ready as well. We're also on Radio.com and we're also on the Hopped Up Network. You just head over to the com. You can find a plethora of beer shows for you to listen to at your leisure. And we usually post this show uh, in, in podcast form. And it is up on the Hopped Up Network before 6 a.m. most Monday mornings. Now coming up in 20 minutes... John Cushot from the South Jersey beer scene is going to join me. There is a lot of stuff going on. And um, unfortunately, the coronavirus has taken uh, front and center on a lot of things that are going on. And we're going to talk about it during this show. Uh, In fact, the first lead story that I have has to do with coronavirus um, and beer. Uh, But uh, it is definitely something that we need to be aware of. Uh, and what's going on so i know this show is about beer and music but you know sometimes real life takes uh you know has a way of infiltrating uh the beer and uh music world so we're gonna dive into it little sammy hagar i can't drive 55 couple reasons why i played that one um got my cancer uh, test results back this week from the oncologist cat scan blood work all that stuff everything is great um uh looking good uh oncologist is very happy i go back for uh blood work and a checkup in three months, and then I do another CAT scan in September. So we are onward and forward. We are coming up on almost, my goodness, uh, hard to believe, a uh, little over three years that I'll be cancer-free uh, coming up in just, uh, in just about two months, uh, you know, after finishing treatment and all that other stuff. So that's good news. The other part of it is Sammy Hagar earlier in the week had to cancel the first part of his tour down in Brazil due to coronavirus. Uh, but he also, there's a story out that he is maybe, he may be doing a residency in Vegas come the summer, which is interesting because I don't he's going on tour with the Circle for the summer. I don't know how he can do Vegas at the same time that he's doing the tour, but whatever. Um, they're apparently setting up something where he's going to do this uh, once a month residency in Las Vegas, sort of like what Billy Joel does in uh, at Madison Square Garden. It'll be interesting to see what happens if he does do that. Um, that's one of those things. And he's, he says he kind of want to recreate the party that they throw his birthday party in Cabo every year. He wants to do it on a once-a-month ba- basis in Vegas. He does that. That's definitely a way of getting me on a plane and getting me out there because that would be super cool. Just one big party for the whole weekend, hanging with Sammy Hagar, or whatever it is, the one night that he does the show. That would be kind of cool. I would be in, uh, interested in that. Now let's dive into some news. So Suffolk County's first confirmed case of coronavirus This is from a a few days ago. There's a 42-year-old man who works at the Greenport Harbor Brewing Company in Peconic, uh, which is closed all this week to undergo a deep clean. The brewery said the staff member has not been at the workplace since February 24th. He is in isolation at a hospital and improving. He had contact with one person who is now in uh, house isolation. And we are going to see more of this as we go on. Look, I can't stress this enough. We don't know enough about this virus yet. There are similar symptoms to the flu. If you've gotten your flu shot, if you wash your hands and you do basic hygiene, you're going to be okay. Will this affect a segment of the population that has underlying concerns, respiratory problems, uh, you know, immunity, uh, you know, issues, you know, a compromised immune system, Um, you're going through chemotherapy, let's say, let's say you've got emphysema, uh, you have breathing issues. Is this going to affect you? Absolutely. And you need to be extra careful. Should you be around large groups? Probably not. Not right now. The average American, you and I, I think it's a little less serious. On a scale of 1 to 10, in my opinion, it's about a 2 or a 3. You wash your hands. You take care of yourself. You know, you're going to be just fine. And the other thing that I have, and this is just me commenting, um, what did we do before Washing our hands and hand sanitizer. Like, all of a sudden, we have to reteach people how to wash their hands. Just putting a little water on your hand after you go to the bathroom is not cleaning your hands. Soap, water, 20 seconds. Doesn't take that long. Sing a couple of lyrics from a song. You know what I mean? Come on. It's not that hard, folks. Wash your hands. Stop buying all the toilet paper, okay? One roll of Scott's tissue will last you for a week. You don't need 48 rolls if you're a family of four. You just don't. I can't imagine that people go to the bathroom that much. It's ridiculous. All right, moving on now. Chicago's Revolution Brewing ended 2019 as the top-selling craft brand family in Illinois. Uh, this is according to a market research firm, IRI. Um, craft dollar sales in the state of Illinois declined 9% in off-premier uh, retailers. Uh, the firm reported, as such, dollar sales of each of the top seven brand families uh, declined last year. This coming from Brewbaum. But Revolution... Uh, very popular in Illinois. Their uh, off-premise dollar sales in Illinois declined just under $300,000 to nearly $12.2 company still managed to gain market share, giving it a 10.4% share of the Illinois craft beer market last year. Revolution does sell their beer in nine states, including New York and New Jersey, but 82% of their volume is sold in Illinois, uh, and you can see it. I mean, Revolution does have a little bit of an impact in New Jersey, but I don't see enough of the, um, you see the core brands, but they don't really do much beyond that. But Revolution beer is very good beer. If you're looking to try a different type of beer and you're in the liquor store, and you're in New York and New Jersey and you see Revolution uh, brewing, definitely pick up some cans. They're also launching a Rosafina. It's a 3.8% ABV, 95-calorie hibiscus lime beer in six packs in May. It's a reformulated version of Revolution's Rosa brand, a hibiscus sale that checked in at just under 6%. This is a start in Revolution's seasonal program with the potential for more. Um, again, I think we're seeing a lot of these breweries brewing beers for the health-conscious, uh, active lifestyle type of people who want to have a beer but don't necessarily want to have something loaded with three, 400 calories. Again, my thing is taste. Does it taste like a beer? Does it give you the impression that it is a beer and you can have one or two of them without feeling like you're being a glutton? That's the key. And if you can achieve that, then half of your battle is won. The other half of it is obviously is marketing. But another Revolution news, the company has renewed their sponsorship deal with the Chicago White Sox, which they uh, had first done in 2018 for two more years. Uh, the tw- for, the, for this season, for the 2020 season, Revolution's tap room at guaranteed rate field will increase the number of taps from 8 to 12. That is awesome. So if you go to a White Sox game, you're going to see a lot of Revolution brewing there, and they have a tap room. Right at the stadium. That is pretty cool. So kudos to Revolution. Our friends from Firestone Walker uh, announced uh, a few weeks ago that, uh, or actually about a week ago, uh, they are the new official domestic beer partner of Major League Soccer's most de- decorated professional club, the LA Galaxy. Uh, the partnership will drive awareness and support for Firestone Walker's wide range of beers while strengthening its bond to California's culture and community. Uh, by being the domestic beer partner, the official domestic beer partner, Firestone Walker, uh, will be able to, uh, connect with the fans of the LA Galaxy, all while promoting their flagship beers, including 805 beer, Mind Haze Hazy IPA, and the newest released Flyjack Low Calorie Hazy IPA, among others. I've had Flyjack. That's a good beer. That's a very, very solid beer. Uh, You could drink a lot of those, and it's really nice. Anderson Valley, staying in California, um has uh, uh, come out with a Tropical Hazy Sour Ale. This is interesting. It is tart. It's uh, sort of, uh, and they u- use a traditional kettle souring method. Um, it is uh, low-carb, low-calorie. It's only 125 calories. It uh, clocks in at 4.3% uh, ABV uh, with 9 grams of carbs. Uh, as they call it, springtime in a glass. That's pretty cool. Um So, Anderson Valley coming out with a low-calorie beer. I think we're starting to see this now. I think we're starting to see more low-calorie beers from people. I think we're going to continue to see this. Again, taste and flavor, that's the big deal. Uh, Don't forget, the Beer, Bacon, and Barbecue Showdown coming up uh, on uh, Saturday, May 16th. Lewis Morris Park Doe Field, 270 Mendham Road in Morristown. There's a VIP session from noon to 1. There's the general admission from 1 to 5. It benefits the Chester First Aid Squad. 30 New Jersey brewers will be in attendance, each of them bringing three styles of beer. There's tons of food to purchase. One of, them, one of the styles of each beer will be a rare beer or a beer specifically made for the event. njbeerbbqfest.com is the website. I am one of the judges at this event. The food is awesome and for purchase. Uh, and your ticket price will get you in uh, to, get all, to sample all of the beers. This is a great event. My friend Allison puts this on every year. I've been a judge for the last couple of years. It is so much fun. Uh, it is rain or shine. Bring your dogs. There'll be music. Uh, lots of other stuff to do. It is a fun event over at uh, Lewis uh, Meadow Lewis Park in, I, I know I just got that wrong, in Morristown. It is a great event. It's coming up on Saturday, May 16th. Now, when we come back after a short break, more news from around the beer world. Easy for me to say. This is the Algatullo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer.
0: Kevin McCullough would pay to see President Trump take on Bernie
2: Sanders. Pete Buttigieg said, just imagine if 2020, for most of the year, was involved with uh, seeing uh, Bernie Sanders take on Donald Trump. In the back of my mind, I went, yeah, bring that on. I'd pay to see that again and again and again.
0: Stay tuned to Kevin McCullough Radio
1: weeknights at 5 on AM 970 The Answer with special areas Wednesdays at 4. When you hear the word LASIK, the only name that should come to mind is Delaruso. Dr. Joseph Delaruso is the man behind Delaruso Laser Vision, a family-owned medical practice that's performed over 165,000 LASIK surgeries and has over 30 years of industry experience. His research and practice played a role in getting FDA approval of LASIK back in the 1990s, and thus his name became synonymous with LASIK. Today, so called discount LASIK centers are a dime a dozen. They perform surgery at a ridiculously low cost to the detriment of the patient, since these places use lasers that are not the latest or the safest. In many cases, the patient does not even meet the surgeon until the day of the procedure, and not the case of Delarusso Laser Vision. In fact, I trusted Delarusso almost 10 years ago with my LASIK surgery, and the results have been great. You owe it to yourself if you're considering LASIK to meet with Dr. Delarusso. And again, if LASIK isn't your option, they offer regular eye exams, frames, lenses, cataract screenings, and removals you name it. Trust only the best with your vision. Call Delarusso Laser Vision today to schedule a free consultation with Dr. Delarusso. 855 646 2020, that's 855 646 2020, or visit delarusso.com.
3: Every year, our sister station, WMCA, holds a special event where they give back to the hardworking pastors in our community. This year, we want to invite all pastors to join WMCA and keynote speaker Dr. Tony Evans of The Urban Alternative on May 29th for the Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast and Ministry Exhibition at Anton's in Queens Village. Complimentary tickets for pastors can be ordered at WMCA.com. Listeners can purchase their tickets at WMCA.com as well. The Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast is sponsored by NIAC College
1: impact mortgage corp dba cash call mortgage nmls id 128231 equal housing lender not licensed in all states including new york offer not available in washington call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions
3: you see it on tv every day global turmoil but these international events have kept interest rates low at cash call mortgage we've responded by dropping our already low interest rates even more this year If you have a mortgage interest rate above 2.99%, call us today and see how much you can save. Working with one of those big banks can be frustrating. Give us a call instead. It only takes a few minutes and all our quotes are free. We're a direct lender and can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. Now is the time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. So refinance with Cash Call Mortgage. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com. Or call 800-289-5013. That's 800-289-5013. 800-289-5013.
0: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in. iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com.
1: Love me some a awesome. Putnamas. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me very easily at Al Gattulo, on Twitter. Uh, Gatulo on Instagram, G A G A double T U double O. I'm having a problem with my spelling today. Facebook.com/slash/agcraftbeercast via email at Albert G at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play. Just do a search for agcraftbeercast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. We're Alexa ready too. And we're also on Radio.com and we're also on the Hopped Up Network. You just head over to the Hopped Up Network.com and you can usually hear my podcast is usually uh, up. Um, right around six a.m. Uh, on uh, Monday mornings. I'm actually going over to the Hopped Up Network right now. I'm going to tell you some of the shows that are on there real quick. You have the Wort with Mike and Pete. You got the Drunk uh, Guys Book Club. You got the Brew Happy Show. You have Better on Draft. You got a new show that's on here called Beer and Nonsense, uh, Brew Chat. You got Three Beers in Two brewthers, uh Brew Roots Podcast, Building Breweries, Tap That Arizona. Uh, This is uh, a really cool site. I Love Beer, which is uh, Cheers Charlotte Radio. Uh, This is uh, some really good stuff. Uh, Actually, they have a really good interview with uh, Joe Vogelbacher, uh, who runs uh, Sugar Creek Brewery, which I have to get on the program. And Joe has gotten, I guess he's gotten slammed because of his work, doing work with uh, AB InBev. He was in this movie, Uh, um... Uh oh God, why am I why am I forgetting the title? I'm sorry. John Hack is probably listening right now and going, I know the name, I know the name. I know. I forgot the name of the movie that he was in. Well anyway, um Beers of Joy. That's it. See? I knew I was gonna get it. Anyway, um Joe makes great beer. His brewery makes great beer, and he's not too far uh I think he told me he said he's not too far from the Charlotte Airport. It's one of those you know, I would never I, I, listen, I'm not independently wealthy, jump a jet just to get go to a brewery. Uh but uh Joe does a really good job. I have to listen to that interview and uh, and see how that came out because uh, Joe's a really good guy and uh, should not be getting slammed uh, for working with AB and Bev. I get it. I get people that want to be independent, you know, but you know, sometimes it's good to cu- it's good to have relationships with everyone in the beer world. People don't seem to understand that. Um, you want to be your own independent brewer, that's great. You want to make your your get your little slice of the pie, that's awesome. Kudos to you. Put it in perspective. There are some brewers that are out there that are looking to take it to the next level. Uh, does that mean getting bought out by uh, a big brewer? Possibly. Uh, th- th- the other direction is we want to be big enough that we can be sustained on our own and support our employees and, and, and stay as uh, fiercely independent as possible. You see that with Stone. You see that with Firestone Walker. You see that with uh, you know, folks like Revolution. And that's awesome. Uh, kudos to that. Again, my mantra is when I go, to, go into a bar, I look for local first. If I'm in Jersey, I'm looking for local Jersey. If I'm in New York, I'm looking for local New York. Those are the things that I want to try first. If I, If they don't have something that's good enough there, then I will branch out to a bigger brand, a national brand. And if they don't have anything like that, and I have to go with a big beer, well, it's usually going to be Samuel Adams first, and then I will see the other offerings there. If they have a blue point, if they have uh, you know, I won't drink a Blue Moon, but if they have certain things that are owned by AB InBev, yes, I might end up purchasing one of those uh, to have. Or if it's summer out, I mean, I'm going to have a mojito. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I digress. Let's get back into some more uh, beer news. We have all this stuff going on with the coronavirus. It's pretty simple, folks. Wash your hands. Make sure you've had the flu shot. Take care of yourself. It's It's pretty simple. You know, I laughed the other day when Governor Cuomo said, avoid crowded subways. How do, how can you possibly avoid a crowded subway? They're always crowded. Has he ridden the subway? <laughs> I mean, Mayor de Blasio rode the subway for a block, declared it safe. Mr. Mayor, I believe the former mayor of New York City, Mayor Bloomberg, would have something to say about that. That's a guy who took the train to work every day, and he wouldn't have had a problem taking the train to work, whether you like Bloomberg or not. I mean, let's face it. Anyway, again, this is not a political show. I'm just saying uh, we need to, you know... Just take it easy with some of this stuff here. I think I don't think we in the media are are hyping or making this like a hysteric event. We're just trying to warn people, be careful, be vigilant, be proactive about stuff. Don't be reactive. Be proactive. And I think the governor, uh, Governor Cuomo, that is, has done a really good job of being proactive in New York, of trying to combat the coronavirus. Plain and simple. I'll give credit where credit is due. He's definitely done that job. Now, keeping it in New York, but talking about a New Jersey beer... Zed's beer, uh, Beto beer in Marlton, uh, took home New Jersey, uh, took home the brewery of the year as well as two gold medals from the ninth annual New York International Beer Competition. Those gold medals are for Zed's in Ireland, uh, a dry Irish stout in the classic stout category, and Zed's in the universe, the brewery's pale ale, in the American pale ale category. The Irish stout was also a gold medal winner uh, at last year's U.S. Open Beer Championship, that is pretty cool. So four other New Jersey breweries were recognized in the New York competition. Gold medals for Coastal Evacuation, uh, an Imperial India Pale Ale by Cape May Brewing. That's a very good beer. A gold medal by Mallow Joe, an American style Imperial Stout from Aiton Sand Beer. Uh, silver medal by Schoolie uh, Pale Ale, an American style Pale Ale by Slack Tide. Uh, bronze medal Sea Chest American style India Pale Ale from Cape May. The New Jersey Coffee Beer Brewery of the Year is Slack Tide. New Jersey German Style Brewery of the Year, High Point. New Jersey Ale Brewery of the Year, Cape May. And New Jersey Imperial Stout Brewery of the Year, Aiton Sand. So kudos to those guys uh, for winning those awards. And kudos to Zeds, uh, Zed's beer. That is, um, that is huge to take uh, the uh, New Jersey Brewery of the Year and two gold medals from the ninth Annual New York International Beer Competition. Kudos to them. Heavy Seas Beer is announcing Juice Cannon. It's a key lime pie IPA. Uh, this is coming out in the Heavy Seas Tap Room exclusively at the brewery on Friday, March 20th in four packs of 16-ounce cans and on draft. Uh, this is the third release from their 15-barrel brew house this year. Again, it's at a 7.25 uh, ABV uh, Juice Cannon key lime IPA. This is pretty cool. They say it tastes like a key lime pie. I hope I will be getting a sample of that because I definitely want to try that. I love key lime pie uh, as a dessert. And Cape May Brewing uh, is announcing the release of Tan Limes. It's a Mexican lager with Persian lime juice and local sea salt in their lineup of summer core offerings uh, available throughout New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Delaware. Tan Limes was originally conceived as a tasting room only release for the brewery last year. It's brewed with a touch of locally sourced sea salt, a hint of Persian lime juice. Tan Limes uh, is a light and refreshing Mexican lager, fresh, zesty, and intensely drinkable, according to the press release. It'll replace the 12-ounce cans of Cape May Brewing Company's Belgian Strong Ale, Devil's Reach, uh, throughout the spring and summer months. Uh, Tan Limes will be available throughout New Jersey uh, already. It's out uh, since Friday, and in Cape May Brewing Company's tasting room, uh, it, it is in both uh, spots. It'll be distributed through the uh, throughout the nine easternmost counties of Pennsylvania and as part of Cape May's Brewing Company's expansion into Delaware beginning on Monday, March 16th. For more information on Cape May Brewing, all you got to do is go over to capemaybrewing.com. If you haven't been to Cape May Brewing, and let's say you're taking a trip down to Atlantic City, uh, take the extra half-hour ride and go to Cape May. This is a great brewery. Uh, they do a great job down there. Uh, it's, a, it's a really cool little spot uh, right by the Cape May Airport, and uh, Ryan Krill and his guys do a phenomenal job uh, of brewing beer, and they're making such a big push of getting into uh, all of the state of New Jersey. They really focused early on on their area of South Jersey and kind of pushing up um, you know, in the South Jersey market first. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it was kind of, about a, I'd say about a year, year and a half ago, they really started to make that push up north. I noticed it because I started seeing more cans uh, at a couple of different local liquor stores in various places. And At first, it was a lot of their core offerings. Uh, then the local place down the street from me, Paragon Tap and Table, uh, was doing a Cape May Tap. Takeover, you know, a lot of different things that were going on and on and on. So um, I think Ryan and the boys have done their job the right way. They've waited until they felt that it was the right time to start pushing into Central and North Jersey, yes, there is a Central Jersey, um, and I, I think it's I think it's worked for them. Sort of along the lines of what Kane has done. Kane's three core beers was it Head High, Sneakbox, and uh, Overhead. Um, you see those in a lot of places, but it took a long time for them. To really start making the push to getting them in a lot of places. A lot of times it was brewery only stuff. Like you had to come to the brewery or right in the vicinity of Kane in order to get those cans. Now they're in all these Wegman stores. They're in various places now. But that's what they're doing. Three core offerings. You want anything else? You've got to come to the brewery. And I get it. It works for some people. The business that kind of business model works for some people. Um, I would like to see other breweries. Doing that. I want to see more. Listen, Jersey has a burgeoning beer scene. And we're going to talk about that with John Cusho in just a couple of minutes. Uh, And we got a lot of New Jersey stuff to talk about. But we need more breweries in New Jersey. This is a burgeoning small business that needs to expand. There's over 400 breweries in New York. I can't even tell you how many are in Pennsylvania. New Jersey is lagging far behind. And it needs a bigger push to get in there and get up there and get... Things rolling, Governor Murphy. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at the restaurant lobby. I'm looking at the ABC. Stop making it so tough for these breweries to make business in New Jersey. You don't want to lose them. Gonna get off my soapbox now, but I'll get back on my soapbox when we come back after a short break with John Cushow from South Jersey beer scene. He's going to join me again. I'm having a problem pronouncing beer. What's going on? Anyway, we're going to talk to John next. A lot of stuff. Uh, New Jersey wise, including the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. We both know what's going on, and we're here. We're going to tell you next why you should go as well and forget about all this coronavirus nonsense. This is the Alcatullo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The
0: Answer.
4: It's fair and 44 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. Businesses are reacting after the mayor of Hoboken declares a mandatory curfew in the city to stop the spread of coronavirus. Lisa Mateo. Mike Citarella is the owner of Pig & Parrot and says the new curfew could put him out of business. It's going to be
0: tough, you know, with the high rents and the empty stores that are here already.
4: Mayor Ravinder Bala says the time restrictions will run from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. every night beginning Monday. All Hoboken residents will be required to stay indoors during those hours, except for emergencies and work. And restaurants and bars will only be allowed to offer takeout and delivery. The move comes just days after officials announced the city's first case of covid nineteen. Lisa Mateo, NBC News Radio, New York. Easter services at the Vatican next month will be held without the faithful in attendance because of the coronavirus. The services with Pope Francis usually draws tens of thousands to the Vatican from Holy Thursday to Easter Sunday. The Vatican says until Easter Sunday on April 12th, the Pope's general audiences and Sunday blessings will continue to be shown on TV and on the Internet without Public participation. In sports, the NFL Players Association has approved the new collective bargaining agreement, which will add two or more playoff teams this season and add one more game to the regular season. Starting in 2021. Traffic delays. Well, inbound GWB, we still look good on the upper level. Just remember lower level Palisades approach. Easy press customers only until 6 in the morning. Lincoln inbound looks good. Outbound the north tube is closed until 5 a.m. for road work. Holland inbound is a lane closed also until 5 a.m. for road work. Parking rules, meter rules will be in effect for Monday citywide. Weather for tonight, clear skies with a low around 32 degrees. Tomorrow, increasing clouds with a high near 43 and then on Tuesday, we'll see a 50% chance of some showers, mainly before 3 p.m., otherwise mostly cloudy with a high reaching near 56 degrees. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AM 970, The
2: Answer. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. You know, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to you listening to AM 970 the answer. You get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. Mike is offering a first-time buy one, get one free offer today on Giza Sheets. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go please to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. I'm telling you, when I sleep in my bed, I think of you. I really do, because it's so comfortable. I have the mattress topper, I have the my pillow, but I have these Giza Sheets, and I have the uh, pillowcases, the Giza pillowcases. I'm getting the best night's sleep because of that. Enter promo code AM970 or call 800 798 for these great specials. 800 798 Promo code AM970.
0: Our hosts all look like GQ models. See them now at am970theanswer.com. Whoa!
1: One of the bands that's going to be at the Atlantic City Beer and Music Fest coming up on uh, Friday, April third, Saturday, April fourth. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer that's Newfound Glory. Failures not flattering, and in parentheses, what's your problem? Uh, let me, you know, I, I, listen. I can tell you where you can follow me. I do this all the time. It's 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 at the point where it's uh, I'm getting nauseous about telling you where to follow me, but. I will tell you this. My next guest on the program is all over the beer scene in South Jersey. He's been podcasting and writing for the website South Jersey Beer Scene uh, for a couple of years now. Hit up the com to access the latest uh, from, from his show there. Uh, but this guy does such an amazing job at spreading the message of what great breweries are down in South Jersey. And we've got this great event going on in Atlanta. We, it's, I mean, I'm just a small part of it by being there and judging and, and drinking all the great beer that's there. That's about the extent of my um, expertise into the, into the matter. But this guy, John Couchot from South Jersey Beer Scene, does a phenomenal job spreading the word about uh, beer in South Jersey. So let me welcome him into the program. I've been on his show before. He's been on this program before. But I want to get right into it. John, how you doing today?
5: Hey, great. Thanks for that wonderful introduction, Al. I love – my ego gets gets really inflated when I get to talk to my friend Al Gatullo, so thank you very much.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. Now, John, uh, obviously uh, this coronavirus is something that is uh, that obviously should be taken seriously, but it is affecting a lot of the large events that are taking place over the next several months. We've seen Pearl Jam cancel the first part of their um, U.S. tour. We're seeing a lot of artists dropping out. We're seeing sporting events now being held uh, without crowds. One of the big events that are taking that's taking place is the Atlantic City Bureau Music Fest coming up this April third and fourth. That's Friday and Saturday, April third and April fourth, down at the uh, Convention Center in at Atlantic City. John Henderson did put out something last week that they are not canceling. Kudos to him on that. What do you tell folks who are asking you if you're attending or not?
5: Hey, our message is the same as John. I mean, we work with John on a lot of his events here. For those of you who don't know Good Time Tricycle, they do events all over the country. Uh, They do events throughout South Jersey. They have an event in North Carolina. This is not their first time where they've come up against something like this. I mean, this is the 15th iteration of AC Beer Fest. So I think what we're telling people is this. If you're sick, stay home, wash your hands, and make a good decision, and then come out and have fun, respect your neighbor, and do the things that you would be doing anyway. I mean, I'm in the healthcare profession as my day job, my not fun job. So, I mean, we're dealing with it every day and we understand it. Right. But, I mean, these guys, John, I was sat in his office on Friday as he spoke to people about adding hand-washing stations, about um, what can we do to make it a better experience for the, for the consumer. He does that. Every year, the staff does that every year, and, and you've may, I've been there for years. Every year, there's something new and exciting that they come up with, like that silent disco or the keg-tossing or the axe-throwing or riding those fake ponies down the street. It's just much more than a beer fest. It's a total sensory experience with beer and music. So, so, totally. so, I, totally. so I, think, I think that they are professionals at doing their job, and John actually coined the phase, the phrase, rock the Spock, with the old Mr. Spock uh, Live Long and Prosper sign instead that's of right. shaking hands. So we're rocking the Spock, and we're going to have this festival, and it's going to be great.
1: Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to wear a Spock T-shirt to the event because that's exactly the way to do it. And you know what? His, his crew down there does such an amazing job. And even before this, there are hand sanitizer stations uh, all over the place. And you know what? I carry a little pocket thing of Durasan, which is uh, one of the sponsors on the Joe Piscopo show. It's a it's a hand it's an antibacterial spray, non-alcoholic. It cleans your hands in seconds. But the other thing is the basics: wash your hands. If you're sick, don't show up at this event. Stay home. Do the proper things, and you're going to be fine. But John, I was at Wet Ticket uh, Brewing last weekend over in Rawway to try a new beer or two, and I have to tell you, I was cognizant of the coronavirus. I wonder. Yes. Do you think that breweries, we've seen one in Long Island that an employee uh, contracted the coronavirus, but I wonder, do you think that the breweries not only around New Jersey but the rest of the country are going to be affected by this?
5: Well, I think just like anything else, every business is going to get affected in some way. I mean, I mean, we have you know customers of ours that are saying, oh, I don't want you coming to my house. That's great. But I mean, I think that everybody is going to take it to whatever degree that they need to. I have talked to a bunch of breweries and I'll be honest with you, they are a little bit worried. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of these tasting rooms and you and I know depend, a lot of these brewers depend on their tasting room to bring in a lot of their revenue so that as they build their distribution footprint. Right. So yeah. And then we're coming into spring where people are going out and they're riding their bicycles and their motorcycles and they're taking day trips. So people are worried. That being said, I've talked to uh several in the last three or four days, and they are all aware and taking the precautions and, you know, advising people to wash their hands, and there's extra hand sanitizer and what have you all over the place. And uh yeah, I, I think it's for a little bit, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge, but you know, 80,000 people died of the flu last year, Al. I mean, we didn't have one headline about that. So, I mean, it, it's always been, you know, somewhat of an issue. Wash your hands. I can't believe that we have to repeat that and tell people.
1: I know. But, I mean, it's amazing. In the year 2020, when we thought we'd have flying cars from the Jetsons, we got to tell people how to <laughs> wash their hands and shower themselves. I mean, it's to me, it's unbelievable. We're talking with John Cusho, uh, the... Uh, of South Jersey Beer Scene. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 the answer. Check out his site sjbeerscene.com and of course you can go over to the com for my beer cast, South Jersey Beer Scene's podcast and a plethora of others. Uh, for the latest podcast news on the South Jersey Beer Scene, uh hoptupnetwork.com or sjbeerscene.com. John, a few weeks back one-on-one, which is hosted by Steve Atabato and it's out on public television all across New Jersey, uh, came out with a whole hour on New Jersey and the governor's mansion, or as they call it, the People's House. Now, one of the yes. things Governor Murphy has done is to serve only New Jersey beer at the mansion. And to me, this was a long time coming, and kudos to the governor for doing that. But you think that more can be done to further New Jersey beer around the state, don't you think so?
5: Yeah, I agree. So here's the thing. We were invited to the celebration of craft beer at the governor's mansion, which was awesome. I'm very, I was very humbled by the invite and we got to see a lot of our people, but you know, the first thing I saw when I walked into that tent and looked to my left was what's that? a giant Budweiser tasting station. Um, so look, I'm in the beer on South Jersey beer scene. We respect and love all beer, but if you're going to talk about You know, this is what I've done for you, and then you have Budweiser in there amongst the 14 other breweries that are fighting big beer to try and just be on a level playing field. It was a little bit it was it was a little bit off putting to me, but I'm going to pivot and say the governor and First Lady Tammy were awesome. They visited every every brewer, they tried a little bit of every beer, they spoke to everybody, and it's almost it's almost humorous to me to say that a new, the New Jersey capital is going to be serving New Jersey beer as like that should be a plus. Like shouldn't that be something that should just be an okay? Like do you go to Kentucky and they don't serve bourbon in their right. house? Made in Kentucky. I mean, it's, well, thank you for making it, you know, putting it out there, but this is something they should have been doing already. I, I mean, I agree. to me, that's what I think.
1: I agree. But and especially, John, that you have a burgeoning... You know, the, the governor has talked about, and I don't want to get this into a political thing, but mm-hmm. the governor has talked about promoting small businesses and trying to get small businesses to succeed. But when you have a tax rate that is so high, it is prohibitive. Right. And I've talked to a number of brewers uh, in and around New Jersey where they say it is very difficult to do business here in New Jersey. Although I spoke to one guy who works for a New Jersey brewer who said it is getting better the ABC has gotten better in working with the breweries. Uh, I think there's still a lot to be done, but you, you really have to look at the governor and say, you have the ability to affect this here to, to promote and expand a business that needs expanding, especially in the neighboring states of New York and Pennsylvania, where it has jumped up tenfold. The governor needs to do something here, don't, don't you think?
5: I I agree. In a business that is booming, we saw three breweries close in South Jersey this year. Right. And I mean, and I think that that is, that's telling that something that is so popular, we had almost a 6% movement in growth across the nation in craft beer, and we were really worried that Seltzer was going to kill that. And something that's booming, uh, how, how did three breweries close? And I know for a fact one of them are looking to move into PA just because the regulations are easier. So, look, we've been talking about this for years. The ABC rules in New Jersey are just so antiquated with liquor licenses and the costs and everything else. Until it all gets sorted out, I'm afraid this is going to be the climate. They could do some things in one fell swoop to make things better for the brewers. And I will say the ABC and the new ABC director are the nice thing is there's a dialogue between the brewers' associations and him, and they are working on it. But I, I, I still think it's moving at a snail's pace, is, and, and things could be done really quickly that would alleviate some of their issues.
1: Right, we're talking with John Cusho of South Jersey Beer Scene here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can check out his site at sjbeerscene.com. So, John, uh, last question for me. What do you got coming up on South Jersey Beer Scene? Oh man,
5: we're really, really busy. So it's, uh, we uh, just launched a new podcast. We taped our first show last night. Um, it's from two ladies that are one works at Eight and Sand in South Jersey, and one works at Bonesaw Brewing. It is called Beer Lady Group Chat. Oh, I and it's, like it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kristen Wilson and Aaron Taylor are the hosts, and they're bringing on the women of New Jersey beer. Um, We have a uh, really, really cool slate of guests, including Alexis Deegan, uh, who is the uh, New Jersey Brewers Association director, um, a lot of the brewery owners, and I always feel that women rule this business, so I think it's really, really great.
1: That's great Um, that you're spotlighting that. That's pretty cool. Uh, so awesome, and
5: uh, we have some new interviews, we have some new breweries open up, I'm go going over to Dr. Brewlittle's tomorrow to see what's going on, they'll be opening up shortly, and every other Wednesday night we do a live stream from a different brewery, and next week we will be at Coho Brewery on the 18th, doing a live stream at 6.30 with their brewmaster, Michael Johnson, down in Cape May Courthouse.
1: Very busy, cool. Busy, 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 Al. Very cool, listen, better to be busy than idle, right? Scott, you're absolutely right. <laughs> My guest has been John Couchot of the South Jersey Beer Scene here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer you can check out his sites at sjbeerscene.com and of course, just jump over to thehoppedupnetwork.com. You can check out his podcast, mine, and a plethora of others there for the latest of the South Jersey Beer Scene and, of course, the National Beer Scene with me. John, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciated. I will see you in a couple of weeks uh, down at the uh, Atlantic City Beer and Music Fest. Looking forward to having a couple of beers with you, my friend. Uh, you and me both. Thanks so much for having me. Cheers. You got it, John. Cheers. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds right here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer.
5: Larry Elder sees a
0: president that just can't win with the media. And if the White House doctor says you're fine, you don't have any symptoms, you don't need to be tested, I agree with the White House doctor. But the president's anti-science!
5: It doesn't matter what he does. He curtails travel from China right away. Criticized. Are you kidding me? The Larry
0: Elder Show. Weeknights at 7, right before Dan Proft at 9. On AM 970, The Answer.
1: There are so many LASIK surgery centers today, it's really hard to know who to trust. Let me tell you about a place you can trust. Delarusso Laser Vision. Dr. Joe Delarusso personally pioneered the LASIK procedure and maintains his status as an expert in the industry. Dr. Joe has lectured on the procedure all over the world, and year after year, the Delarusso's perform more LASIK procedures than any other practice in the country. That's why today the Delarusso brand is synonymous with LASIK. I had my surgery done Ten years ago, and I'm telling you, it was the best decision that I ever made. I wish I had done it 20 years ago. I feel great. I was able to... First off, there's no pain. You're in the chair literally for five minutes, zap, zap, it's done, and you're out, Within a, within about six or seven hours, I was able to see my alarm clock for the first time from my bed. I was able to go back to work the next day. I'm telling you, it is fantastic. But Delaruso does more than LASIK. They are the eye experts. They offer regular eye exams, frames, lenses, cataract screenings, and removals. Everything. Delaruso is an old fashioned family practice with four centers, including New Jersey, Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Long Island. Trust only the best with your vision. I did. Call Delarusso Laser Vision today to schedule a free consultation with Dr. Delarusso. 855 646 2020. That's 855 646 2020. Or visit delarusso.com. Confused about Corona? Then listen to Pandemic
3: 2020 for news and updates. Got a question? Submit it online at am970theanswer.com or call 877-970-2999 during the program and talk to the experts. It's Pandemic 2020, weekday mornings at 9, as part of the Joe Piscopo Show on AM970 The Answer.
0: Listen to AM 970, The Answer, on Alexa, Tune in iHeart, or Radio.com.
1: Final segment of the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, and uh, a little Cure, Friday I'm In Love, one of my favorite songs uh from that band. Speaking of bands, of course, uh if you've been uh, following the news uh this week, Live Nation has canceled uh or postponed many of their concerts for the next uh, month or so. Uh most of the sports world is shut down pretty much. All of the sports world is shut down right now. Um and who knows if the NBA season, the NHL season is going to resume. Major League Baseball said they're delaying the start of uh, opening day for 2 weeks. Um and uh obviously Uh, A lot in the tri-state area, New York, uh, the governor has banned uh, gatherings of 500 people or more. New Jersey is suggesting anything over 250 should be banned as well. And so the interview that I did with John Cushone in the last segment uh, from South Jersey Beer Scene, you have to understand that was taped on Wednesday. Uh, This was before we knew what was going on. So um, the Atlantic City Beer and Music Fest is making an announcement on Monday as to the status of the event. I have a feeling John is going to be Postponing it i don 't think he's going to cancel it. Um, I think he's going to postpone it and try and set it up for another date. but again, who knows um, i I do think that the event is not going to run on April third and fourth. I think that uh, with travel being restricted, um, a lot of states now saying they don 't want uh, you know large groups of people gathering, Madison Square Garden and Barclay Center are going to be shut down for quite some time. I think you 're going to see the uh, festival postponed uh, in the near term, hopefully not. Uh, for the long term, and I hope it's not canceled for the year, and then you know, they have to uh, you know, redo everything for next year. I really hope that that doesn't happen. And that's the important thing about supporting local businesses as well. If you feel okay, if you're all right, go out and support your local business. Support your local restaurant. Support your local brewery. It's important that you do that because if you don't, these, these places are going to go out of business, and that's going to be an even worse effect for the economy. Now, two things that I want to mention here in Suds and Duds. Um, Ghost Talk Brewing did a fundraiser at uh, Paragon Tap and Table a couple of weeks ago. Steve Bauer, the, uh, one of the um, co-owners of the company, um, had a, a massive brain aneurysm, is recovering. They did a fundraiser donating 15% of the proceeds of food and Ghost Talk Beer uh, to a fund. Um, and uh, this is uh, you know, an important thing. Um, for Steve and you know we wish him you know we wish him the best on his recovery. It's going to be a long road, but um, you know Steve is going to get there. I know it. He's a he's a real strong guy, good guy, and uh, want to see him uh, recover and be back on his feet, talking again, and back to doing what he loves uh, as quickly as possible. So uh, the couple of beers that I had at the event that night, one of them happened to be a collaboration between Cypress and Ghost Talk uh, called Ceramic Ties. Uh, it was uh, had a subtle bite, really nice. A uh, little bit juicy, but very good. Uh, then I uh, had the uh, Siberian Solus, uh, a dry stout, strong but very very tasty. Uh, then I had the um, Cerebral Artery, which is uh, the beer that Steve came up with after he had his brain aneurysm. Nice and juicy, real good. Has that real real hazy hazy um, uh, you know look to it. Excellent beer. Uh, then had the Ghost Talk uh, uh, Ghost Talk Lager. Uh, from those guys, it is a solid lager. Well done. They just do a fantastic job, uh, you know, doing the basics, but a lot of the other stuff too. They have a cherry wheat beer that is fantastic. One of the better cherry wheats that I've had. Um, then I had um, uh, Seth from uh, Forgotten Boardwalk was there as well that night, and he gave me. Um, I, I tried a, a Gravity Road, which was on tap from them. Roasty, dry, strong, and it sneaks up on you. It doesn't kind of doesn't hit you over the head. Um, but a really, really tasty beer. So thanks for the beer, Seth. And uh, thanks for the um, the collab from all the women brewers around New Jersey. I'm going to hopefully get to that uh, beer um, over this weekend, and then I'll hopefully be able to review it uh, on next week's program. Now, here, uh, the, uh, the other event that I attended, uh, local event, but uh, well worth uh, going to, uh, at Paragon Tap and Table, as we're here on the Suds and Duds segment, the final segment of the program, as always, here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So Source Brewing, you've heard me talk about Source over the last several months. These guys are doing just a great job. And full disclosure, um, no, you know what, I'm going to hold off on that. We're going to tease it until next week. Uh, some big things happening with Source uh, and the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast, and we'll get into that uh, on next week's program, I promise. But anyway, uh, Source Brewing did a dinner, uh, a beer dinner, over at Paragon Tap and Table. So, one of my favorite breweries and one of my favorite places to go and eat. And it's important, again as I said at the beginning of this uh segment, it's important to support local businesses. Now, I had already paid for the dinner weeks ago, and my wife was concerned that I was going, but I said, "You know what? It's paid for. I don't I'm I feel fine and I don't think it's right to cancel." They did have some cancellations at this dinner because of the fact that, you know, people are concerned, maybe you're not feeling well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I get it. So, Um, The dinner was superbly executed. So we had our first course, which was the watercress salad. Uh, Pickled radishes, cucumber, uh, calamari, uh, olives, feta, and uh, with a lemon vinaigrette. It was paired with the Hoppy Farmhouse Saison from Source. This was a great beer to start with because you had the pickled radishes and the lemon vinaigrette picking up the uh, subtle lemon in the saison, that earthy kind of tone to it a little bit grassy. It was a little bit of a a bubblegum flavor to it as well. Really, really nice. I kind of equate this beer to a lawnmower beer. It's one of those where if I want to have a couple while I'm out in the backyard when it's warm out, uh, this is a perfect beer to have. So that was excellent, paired up very nicely. The feta was nice. I mean, it was good. And I'm not a big feta cheese guy, and I'm not an olive guy, but everything worked perfectly uh, with the salad. Uh, Then you had um, the second course was charred shishito peppers. With a lemon, a, a little sriracha dust, and sesame. And this was paired with a new beer that just came out, Reinheits Pills uh, from Source. Great beer. This is one that you can have three or four and not feel overwhelmed. In fact, Source has this on tap now, and they have a new um, they have it on a tap that's uh, it's unique in the way it pours. They have three different pores on this beer. Um, it's sort of like a short, medium, and tall pour. Uh, I, I I don't know all the technical terms of it, but that's essentially what it is. It's a lot of foam. It's one with less foam, medium foam, big foam. And the foam is the flavor. So uh, this was, and of course, obviously Paragon can't duplicate that because this is a special tap. So I'm looking forward. I'm going to be at Source next Friday uh, to pick up cans of their new beers that are out. And uh, we'll report back to you on that. Um, but uh, it, it was really cool how Greg was describing, and it was great to see uh, Greg and, and Jeremy, um It it was uh, interesting how they were describing uh, the different pours. But anyway, this beer paired up perfectly with the shishito peppers. Now, shishito peppers are not super spicy, but you do get a spicy one every once in a while. But they're charred on the grill. They got that that blackened look uh, on them. But these were really nice peppers, and they had that saltiness and kind of just a slight bit of heat that made you want to keep going back to the beer and go back to the beer and go back to the beer. So well-executed, perfectly paired, uh, between the beer and the food. And that's what's great about beer. You can pair it with all different types of food. And it's amazing when you start pairing beers with foods. The experience that you have. Um, that it just enhances everything about the meal. Uh, then you have uh, the third course. Which was pan-seared scallops. This was my favorite uh, food of the night. Roasted red pepper, corn risotto. And a crispy, little bit of bits of crispy prosciutto uh, on top of the scallops. Uh, scallops. Two scallops. And it was paired with the Single Silo Series Experimental NZH-107 IPA. So you got this like juice bomb of an IPA to go with these deliciously made scallops, the corn risotto kind of melting in your mouth, the red pepper, very subtle, and then this little crispy bite of the prosciutto. Perfectly done. The fourth course was a braised short rib with roasted rainbow carrots, celery root, um, mashed potatoes, and a demi-glace. This was paired up with three threads English brown porter. The, the thing that I loved about this porter from source, it very much had the characteristics of an English mild, and I love English milds. It's a very low ABV, it's dark, but it's not, you know, thick and chocolatey and coffee and all of that. It's just got enough of that roastiness that you want from a, from a porter or a mild and paired perfectly with the short rib. That barbecue sauce that had been, the short rib slow cooked all day because it's braised in the, in the beer and, and just kind of sitting there all day. That's what you want. You want you want a piece of meat that kind of melts in your mouth, and then you want a beer to accompany in it. And then finally, the dessert was a chocolate tart, the fifth course, chocolate tart with marshmallow stout gelato, caramel, and bacon pretzel. So they used the source of darkness stout to pair up with this. The source of darkness stout was used in the gelato, which had melted a little bit. And the chef had said, um, you know, he was looking for a certain consistency, and he I, I think he achieved it, but it kind of melted all over the place. With a with a brownie, uh, that the the tart was kind of like an unbaked brownie that paired perfectly with a little bit of marshmallow uh, that was you know uh, heated up on the plate, and the source of darkness beer. This is a fantastic beer. It was boozy, uh, decadent, just matching up perfectly with this type of dessert. I loved it. The entire experience was wonderful. Um, it was great to see Greg and Jeremy. Uh, just had a wonderful time. Uh, With the Source guys, we're going to be doing some stuff with them, and we'll get into that uh, on next week's program. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about what uh, we're going to do with them. And I think uh, if you are a uh, a home brewer, I think you're going to like what we're going to be doing with Source uh, over the next uh, several weeks and months, uh, culminating in a really uh, cool event down at the brewery. But, folks, we are out of time. My thanks to everyone involved in the show. Thanks to John Cusho from South Jersey Beer Scene. Check them out, sjbeerscene.com. Of course, last but not least, a great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., don't panic about the coronavirus. Wash your hands, take care of yourself, support local businesses. It's important. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody.